He's in charge of special projects for the city, so you know he's got all the answers just waiting to be brought to our attention when someone asks. Jim Flotmeyer from the city. Hey, good morning. Thanks for talking with us. Good morning, Mike. So were you and eight? I, I hope I have all the answers for you. Well, me too. What's going <laughs> to happen with the old fish hatchery building? Well, we're going to continue down the road of, of getting a uh, partner in there to make it an event center with the outdoor patio. Um, so we'll keep bringing it before the council and the various boards within the city, um, and, and they will help us make the determination if they feel that's an appropriate use for that building. Is, uh, and you say we're going to continue to find a partner. Are the people who came forward with that plan uh, and explained 800000 in private funding, is that, have, has that group gone away? Have they said, all right, never mind? Oh, no, that group is all in there. Oh, okay. They're right, uber good. excited about this project so, and that opportunity to partner with us. And so, it, you know... You're the government, and I know you're just here to help us, uh, but based on the way people respond to government answers, does anyone believe you that uh, that the beer hall or the beer, beer garden, the tea room, whatever, call it, uh, will not be an extension of Third Street and that weddings and not just weddings but special occasions will not turn out? Uh, turn into a giant noise-making extravaganzas where people are peeing uh, in on the flowers in the International Garden? Well, I think that people have to take into consideration that that park is, you know, the jewel of our park system. So we'll write in the least, you know, some constraints for them to, you know, to hopefully uh, not let those activities take place. But we are also going to, you know, be watching all the time because as representatives of the city and the overseers of that piece of property, we don't want any of that to go on. So I think it'll help all the way around. And the people that, you know, go into that park all the time. There's eyes everywhere. They're also going to help us to make sure that we can control those activities. Um, it's not going to be an extension of Third Street. It's going to be a place where on a sunny afternoon you can go sit and have a you know, a glass of wine or a glass of beer and just kind of hang out. And it, We kind of look at it as an extension of the gardens around it, just a, a, another asset another piece to coming to Riverside Park. Okay, so that that aspect of this facility, there will be a, a, a part of the building you can rent for a special occasion, but the uh, the garden area, the, uh, I don't want to call it a beer hall, but the garden area will have a liquor license and will be able to operate, uh, I don't know, during, uh, during park hours, open during the day, closed at 10 p.m., and sell beer and wine and and snacks and whatever, even if there isn't something special going on in the building? Is that correct? Correct. Okay. correct. All right. Uh, and, so, and pretty easy to, uh, uh, to, to keep that scenario uh, under control, wouldn't you think? Yeah, I believe so, because I believe that the eyes and the ears in that park are constant so if anything goes wrong we're certainly going to hear about it and then we can take corrective action sure. um to help solve whatever problem comes up well the park closes at 10 so unless 
the individual renting the facility has special permission, a wedding or, you know, whatever, a party, uh, an event to stay uh, open or beyond 10 p.m. Everything's going to be done at 10. The park is filled with activities uh, year round, even in the winter, making noise. So uh, depending on the how, well, maybe do you know how many people? What's the capacity of the soon-to-be a beer garden over there? Do you know? The capacity is based on square footage, and according right. to state statute, it's it can't exceed a hundred people. All right, so uh, less than a hundred people. My guess is way less than a hundred people will be uh, utilizing that facility because if it isn't sunny and warm. It's going to be, uh, nobody will want to go over there. Plus the fact it's off the beaten path. Uh, Third Street is a place to go because you can just walk to a bunch of different venues for dinner and cocktails and so forth. You want to walk over to Riverside Park, that's a destination. you got to walk over there on purpose. You don't accidentally go past the beer garden and say, oh, look, let's stop. Nobody says that. Correct. What else? Correct. Is, what's next? Now you've had two public hearings, and uh, now what? So the rezoning was referred for 60 days, so that comes back to the council in October. Uh, that'll be the next step, and then we are currently in the process of working on lease, and then that'll go to the park board uh, also in October and then work its way through the council in November. All right, good deal. Uh, you, Dan Frisoni, a number of uh, city employees working real hard to make this all work out and put something fun in the in that gem of a building, in the gem of a park. Oh, uh, one quick question after that: yeah. Do you know of anyone else who has uh, come forward with some kind of plan for the future of that building? Anybody else step up? After all, we did the uh, RFEIs and the RFPs. This we had two people who submitted proposals with the RFP, and th- these are the uh, Hatchery LLC are the only ones who wanted to put money into it and wanted the entire building. Aha. Well, there you go then. So it's uh, uh, quite obvious why you would want to step forward with this group. And I know they've got 800000 planned on of their own private personal investment. Uh, uh, thank you very much for talking with us this morning, uh, Jim Flotmeyer, special projects for the city. We'll see how it all works out and talk again, I'm sure.